I started a little earlier, so I left work like around like four. Wow! And then I got lunch because I didn't get to go to lunch at today. four o'clock. At four o'clock, I went That's to lunch. That's like dinner, bro. I know. And I ate some shrimp tacos, and then I had a michelada. Nice. And the place I was at though didn't have AC. Ooh. Yeah. So it was horrible. Where was that? <laughs> huh? Where, where, where Downtown. Did you I guess the AC broke earlier in the day. Don't doubt it. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty bad. Nice. But man, it's been hot. Today Ooh. was extremely hot. Mm-hmm. I was uh, burning up. I hope you guys, you guys are probably still burning up. We got two fans behind me, so if you hear some wind, let us know so we can turn the fans down or at least angle them a little bit different. Yeah, don't um, turn them off. But always, as always, my name is Rich D, and joining me at the Par Bar today, Mr. Vince T. What's up, everybody? Uncle Nono is now on a route. I don't know if he's on the 54 West or East. Uh, but in his place, we got Mr. Mark Fuentes. What's up? And joining us at the Par Bar, we have San Diego 350, as promised. Uh, from our flyers, we have Angela Deegan. That's it, right? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for having us back. <laughs> of course. Uh, Jasif, I don't know your last name. Aronia. How do you say it? Aronia. Aronia. Yeah. Okay. Jasif and B. Mittermiller. Mittermiller. Try that one 10 yeah. times fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good because I, I can barely talk English normally. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you guys for coming. Early. Yeah. Oh, sure. Thanks. Thank for you guys for coming. Uh, we're here to talk about climate change, and obviously, it's, it's sweltering hot. Yeah. So, you know. Well, well cheers to cheers to, to hot weather and climate change, I yeah. guess. So. <laughs> cheers. I don't, I, don't know if you're, I don't know if you're supposed to cheers to that. Yeah. I, I don't climate know, man. Action. There you go. Climate well, change action. It's a good conversation starter. There you go. There you go. Um, but yes, it has been hot here in, in San Diego. Um, I don't know. Was it like 90s, you guys think? 90s, high 90s, mid 90s? It's been 90. 90s, yeah. 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 And I know over in Alpine, it's like 100 or something like that. Um, but how, do you, how have you guys been? Angela? Good. Trying to uh, keep from overheating. But uh, I do have, at least I work all day and I have, you know, in an office that's air conditioned. So yeah, can't complain about that. Um, but uh, at home, yeah, it's pretty toasty. I yeah. don't have AC at home. so. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, uh, I have a whole house fan, though, which is pretty good. Oh, you do? I run it at night. And uh, yeah, I guess the trick is to run it pretty much all night. I used yeah. to just run it for like 15 minutes at night. But um, a friend of mine who works in the home energy rating area, right. home energy, yeah, home energy rating, hers, home energy rating system, um, he told me that the trick is to run it all night, pretty much, so that you, you know, evacuate all the hot air from the house and right. pull in cool air. Right. But it only works, of course, if um, the uh, temperature does, in fact, cool down at night. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean our house is burning up. I kind of do something similar. I have one fan that actually sits outside of our um, our window, or yep. um, outside of our sliding door, mm-hmm. and I have, like, a stick in there so it's just the cracks, like, no one can get through there. Right. But then it's blowing the air from the outside in, and then I have another fan that's blowing out through the other window, so it's taking all the hot air out. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's working, but... <laughs> Well, I can't I be keeping the AC on all night. I know that. No. Yeah. At, at this point, we try anything. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it used to be nobody needed air conditioning in San Diego, and now here we are talking about how to deal with it, and, right. and we don't have air conditioning, and so the fans, the, you know, closing the shades so the sun doesn't come in, all this kind of stuff becomes really important. Right. Um, right. Which kind of puts us into the where where you guys come in, which yep. is the climate change, right? And how it's affecting us over the, over the years and over the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're absolutely right. I, you know, now thinking about it, I'm like, well, you know, I don't even know if, if we had an AC, to be honest. Because uh, now I'm thinking of my grandpa's house when I was living there. I mean, my grandpa never really even used a dishwasher. And I know I know it was a dishwasher. You know what I mean? Like, he used to put plastic bags in there. I didn't know that thing actually washed dishes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, I, I don't remember, like, using the AC that often. You know, it was like 80s. It was a great, 
great climate through, through, through summer. You know, you can go to the pool and feel good. But yeah, it's definitely de definitely something's changed within the last uh, the last couple decades. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's why you guys are here. You guys gonna give us a little bit more information. Mm -hmm. um, but I, actually, Angela, before we even start there, I was sad to hear that you're not gonna be at PIFA this year. Yeah, yeah, I was sad to hear that too. Um, I'm not on the steering committee of our organization, and you know they have to weigh a lot of factors. And I guess um, last year we didn't succeed in signing up a whole lot of people, and it is quite a lot of money. $300 for our organization. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of sad about it, but uh, hopefully we'll make it back again. And well, I guess if we can get the word out about climate change and we're going to get people activated, maybe well, we would get more there. people. Right. I guess if, we, if we're out there, they yeah. can do a segment. Stop by. You know what I mean, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That'd be well, wonderful. You, yeah. Use our booth to promote whatever's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be great. I'd really appreciate that. So tell us uh, what you guys have been doing uh, since the last time you came on. I know we had... Um, God, I can't remember the guy's name now. But uh, Phil and Phil, James, who are hilarious. Phil and James are, are man. They, oh, they yeah. cracked. They were cracking us up. Oh yeah. Didn't expect the the comedy part of it. But um, <laughs> how did their um, their uh, event go? Do you know it was? I oh, know it was, the one down in Chula Vista, the uh, interfaith. Oh gosh, what's it called? Beers or something? Beers? I can't <coughs> no, no. I think they had another oh. one over the one in Balboa Park. Right. It started in Balboa Park, but then they also had a march. Uh, I believe that while we were in Guam. In downtown? Yeah. Was it downtown? Yeah, they were marching from, I think, Balboa down to Embarcadero or something like that. No, no, that's, I think you're thinking of the one that's coming up. Oh, is that oh, the one that's past yeah. 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 yet? Yeah. You haven't they were, missed they it were yet. talking about that. Okay. You can still come. Okay. Yeah, and you gotta come. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll tell you right now, you better have some sprayers or something. If it's hot, hot like this, I'm gonna be very upset walking down here. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, cooler than here, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Climate change. Damn it. Climate change. I'm gonna piss off uh, Samoan walking down there like, damn climate change. <laughs> we need to do something. Well, you can, you, can, you can jump into the bay when you get to the end yeah. of the march. <laughs> <laughs> Could do that, but they also need to clean that water a little bit too. Yeah. Get that yeah. oil out of there. Mm. Just keep yeah. your mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you drown. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tell us more about about um, the efforts that you guys have been doing and, and how everything's been going. So our big push now, I would say, is um, the Rise for Climate March that's coming up on September eighth, um, ten o'clock to two o'clock. And uh, so actually, um, Jasif and B are both on the promotion team for that event, and okay. B is actually leading that team. So uh, yeah, we've been, uh, actually B is going to be going to a meeting right after this. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Because the promotion uh, team. Yeah, a planning meeting for you know things like logistics, promotion, um, just reaching out to our coalition, all that kind of stuff. Stuff that you, you never even think you need for something like this, but somebody's got to do it. You know, getting permits, which we did for the first time this year, I think. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But uh, it's good. It's coming together. And um, I am personally sort of trying to reach out to the student community, uh, San Diego State in particular, but the, the city colleges are um, going to be in session. I think their first class is uh, the 22nd of August. So we're... I'm planning to sort of jump on that, you know, when the students come and, you know, get them while they're still dazed and confused and say, hey, oh, yeah. well, here's something you can do. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good a good idea. <laughs> like, you know, get them to sign up for something and they're just, you know. But, you know, it's also a good good reason. And that's young minds, you know, like they... Yeah, well, they're our future. They, yeah, They need exactly. to get on board. Yeah, exactly. And I think at that point, they're still trying to find... Which way they, Which way they fit them. in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. well, exactly, them, yeah. especially the freshmen. I mean, I think everybody remembers their first day at school and you're trying to make friends and you're trying to, you know, maybe find some group that you can sort of slide into where you'll have a, a ready set um, group of friends and people you can connect with. And right. So I think it's a perfect opportunity because the beginning of the year, people are still you know, trickling in and they don't really, they haven't really decided on a lot of things. So yeah. we'll, hopefully we'll be there to scoop them up and get them to the march. Yeah, that's now, awesome. Have you, have you done that in the past? And if so, how is the response with the college kids? Well, I have done other promotional things, but um, never on this scale. So I've been told that the students, um, they can... Well, I don't know if I should say this, but they can talk a good game, but it's hard to actually see them do it. Right. So um, my plan is to just keep 
reminding them, yeah, you said you were going to do this. Remember, we're going to do that. And you're going to talk to this person. And you're going to talk to your professors and your coaches. And, I mean, they, they've got amazing networks on campuses. And right. Trying to sort of take advantage of that. And tell, so. tell me a little bit more about the, you said there's a lot of logistics, more that you, I guess, have been involved with up to, up yeah. to this point. Yeah, well, like, um, ta- we're, we're starting at City Hall, so we need to make sure that um, they know we're coming. And then you need tables, you need sound systems, you need um, uh, marshals to make sure that everybody knows where they're supposed to go, and you need nurses in case somebody has a medical emergency. Wow. Um, just stuff like that. Yeah, that you're not really thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of logistics. Yeah. yeah, and then we're also reaching out to, um, we have over 40 partners and um, the last I saw, I think there are going to be 16 of them who want to set up tables at the end of the march to, like, for voter registration or to promote their own things. Like, there's uh, the Bike Coalition, I, I'm pretty sure, is having a, a booth. And um, so we want to make sure that they, they're all set up and they have what they need to um, be effective and also to, to support what we're doing. Right. Um, so, no, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, I just, you know, you don't think about those logistics. And I, and I totally don't, me personally, I don't think about that stuff when we do PIFA, mm-hmm. you know, about having like, you know, the space. Obviously, you, get, you need the permits for that, but about the nursing, I'm the nurses having to have nurses on site, have to have uh, marshals on site and things like that. And also, you know, let people know you're coming to a certain direction. I thought people just like got together and we'll start. All right, let's go. Let's march. <laughs> let's go. What are they going to do? you going to stop you? Like, you're going to oh, arrest 5,000 people? <laughs> yeah. You don't have nurses here. You don't and Jasper, that's that's what you guys are, are expecting, right? About five thousand. Yeah, last year we had five thousand five hundred people march, so it was a oh, pretty crap. big march. So yeah, this huge. year we're really trying to promote it and make sure everybody's aware of it and doesn't miss out. Cool. And and so how was that? Was that your biggest march up to up to date? I actually just started in January. So oh really? This, yeah. Of this year? Yeah, it was actually my New Year's resolution. I was like, I'm gonna join a nonprofit organization and I'm going to start volunteering with my time that I had. I had a lot of extra free time with my work schedule. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm not doing anything. I need to start doing something. So I committed to going to one event every month and kind of when that event's over, I'm going to commit to the next one for next month. And it kind of started trickling to three events a month, (laughs) two events. Hey, Jessica, can you do this? Can you do this? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. What else am I doing? This sure is some good Kool-Aid you got to (laughs) serve (laughs) in (laughs) here. So that's how it started. But in February, we went to the Women's March, and that was really big. It wasn't something we organized, but something we participated in. So I'm really excited to be able to help organize and promote the march that's coming up in September. So it's really exciting even doing something, even going to like a city council meeting or going to senator's office. Right. It's something I would have not done if I wasn't active. So it's just a great opportunity that I felt like right, right. I, I actually had to step into I, wanting to do it. So right. it's wanting to do it first and then I mean, there's so many opportunities you could do. It's never, oh, we don't need you. We won't contact you. We'll get two or three emails. Hey, this event's happening. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? Do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, choose this one. And this one fits in my schedule. So I'll make time for it. And then that's how it's gone. So it's August and I'm still doing my New Year's resolution. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Isn't that a a trip though? Like you're saying something that you would have never done. Yeah. And when you're doing it and you stop and you think about it, you're like, man, think about where you came from. Yeah. And at that point, you never thought you'd be, like, at a city council meeting talking yeah. to people, right? And then there you are, and you're like, wow, how the heck did I get here? Yeah. 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 I know they had me do um, media spokesperson in Spanish because there aren't very many Spanish And you're an interpreter? Wow. And, oh, yeah, here we go. So, <laughs> We're going to Mexico, baby. Pop out of Mexico. So I was on, I was on the Mexican news project, and I sent it to my grandma. I'm like, look, grandma, I was on TV. She's like, well, I saw you on TV. This is so cool. And I'm That's just like, like, yeah, I mean... I actually get to do something that I enjoy, and I know it's for a better cause rather right. than. That's nice. At least your grandma was excited to see you on the news. Look at my, <laughs> my grandma was like, yeah. "Your it's hair? What's wrong with your hair?" Yeah, yeah we're on the news for different yeah. reasons. Yeah, why are you wearing that? Um, but I have a question. So, uh, what was it about climate change that made you say, "You know what? This is this is the one I want to be part of." Um, so a funny story in December, I think I had seen an interview with the founder of 350 and 
I don't really know a lot of nonprofits. It's really hard to finding which one's the right one. So because I had seen what his message was and his interview, I was like, well, let me see if there's something in San Diego. So I went on their website, put my name information in. The next day they call me. It's maybe January 2nd. January 4th, I'm meeting with wow. Olga at Starbucks wow. about how I can start. Mm -hmm. And that day, she's like, well, we have this coming up. Do you want to sign up? I'm like, okay, I'll be there. Oh, wow. So it's a lot of commitment where I'm like, well, do I want to flake and not show up? And I'm just like, but what is that going to say about me? So right. it's kind of that commitment Absolutely. that I said I'm going to go and I'm going to show up and not be like, well, where's Jasset? Why isn't she answering? I never wanted that to be my image. Right. So that's how it all yeah, that's awesome. Can I, can I you didn't want to be one of those college students that she was talking about. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. I kind of automatically assumed. Are you? Where are you from? I'm from Mexico. Okay, I just want to make sure. I, I they want to be like, oh, she's not from Mexico. I'm like, oh shit. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, but I'm from Panama. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but that, that's something about um, San Diego 350 that I really like too. Is that there's always something to do, yeah. and and you can do. You know, whatever comes up, if it's something that you're interested in, you're welcome to join in on a, you know, part of a team or even right. pick it up on your, by yourself and run with it. Um, and um, Angela, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think um, of the environmental organizations in this city, we probably have one of the strongest volunteer bases. Yes, I think that's pretty much indisputable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as the, the size of our volunteer base and uh, how grassroots we are. Mm -hmm. um, so there's lots of great organizations in San Diego working on issues related to climate, but uh, I think it's, you know, we've got the biggest uh, base of people who are really... Yeah, we'll actually activated. show up and yeah, come out. And yeah. yeah. I mean, because I don't, me, me personally, until we met you guys, I don't right. think I really ever talked about climate change with right. anybody in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and there's been a couple other podcasts we've had, episodes where we meet new people to learn new things, but it's things that we know that are out there. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that 350 is definitely the ones that, or at least Angela, she's very active and she always wants to come on. And, we, and I told her we want every we want people to come on, yeah. you know, every 90 days, 120 days, because that way you kind of keep the keep it in mind. Like, this mm -hmm. is still happening. Keep the message fresh. Yeah. 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 You know, so, I mean, obviously you don't beat it down their their face, but, you know, yeah. but you want you want con constant reminders there's things happening. Um, do, do your listeners know why it's called 350? Yes. Uh, okay. They they did. They We had that with, uh, on the first podcast. Yeah, but that was quite some time ago. So, yeah. B, do you want to, <laughs> I mean, I think it bears repeating. I'm sure yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah, you've got yeah, a lot yeah, of new yeah, listeners, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> It, it stands for 350 particles per million of carbon dioxide in yeah. the atmosphere. And that's considered by a lot of people as the safe level right. to maintain. And unfortunately, we are above that level. Now right. we're at 410, I think. So, yeah. yeah. so we need to bring that down. We need to cut carbon, <coughs> carbon emissions. And um, otherwise, it's it's just, it's 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 on an exponential rise. Right. And if we don't do something now, in fact, that's one of the um, hashtags for the uh, Rise for Climate is um, hashtag uh, Crossroads because now is, it's really a crucial time to, to act. We can't wait any longer. Right. Yeah. I, I, who was the gentleman that was here? He was a, like a scientist. Uh... Uh, that was Ken Knowledge. Yeah. Ken. Ken he kind of yeah. explained it and it was because I think he had kind of the same same story as Jasif, where he was a scientist and he was just like, you know what, I, I felt like I needed to do something. I had knowledge to do things, and and so he just he jumped in and jumped on board, um, which I think is great about 350 is that yeah. the people who jump on they have this like calling. They 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 say, hey, you know what, I need to start doing something to help the environment or at least do something to help people, humanity, yeah. and they jump with 350. And everybody I've met, um, they've all been great and they all been uh, like funny, you know, <laughs> to meet great people. Yeah, of but tell me a little bit more. So, uh, well, let me ask you this. When you guys have, and this is kind of like uh, uh, playing the devil's advocate, when you guys have people who say, you know, it's not, it's not real. It's not, there's, there's science there, but it's not fact enough. So what do you guys tell them or what do you suggest well, to them? We don't really engage with those people because, you know, they haven't been reasoned into that position. They didn't use reason to arrive at that, you know, that point of view. So we, we're not going to be able to convince them otherwise. Mm -hmm. I mean, if... But I think um, people are starting, you know, with all the fires, I mean, the 
terrible yeah. fires. That fire is and, uh, really Here hard. and in other countries too, in right. Portugal and even in Sweden. And yeah, um, I think I think the light bulb's starting to go on. And hopefully it's not too late. I mean, we're, we've got very little time to turn this thing around. Right. So, um, so it's more like a ignore, ignore what you what you can't save and, and just keep on moving forward. Yeah, we we don't have time to waste on the people who are just complete uh, climate deniers. We just we just don't have the time. We have to move on. We have to keep pushing. So gotcha. there's plenty of people who, you know, accept that it's happening and they just don't know how to get involved. So those are the people we need to get mm. engaged. Gotcha. And uh, yeah. 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 And I just want to jump in quickly here and say that um, the. Excuse me. The rally march we're having on um, September eighth. The main purpose is to um, let our political leaders know that enough people care about this issue and want them to lead instead of what they're doing now, which is nothing. Right. <laughs> so if we if we can get enough people to impress them, then maybe there's. There, there will be some hope because it, it depends on them. I mean, there's, the, I've, I'm uh, on the transportation team, and um, Sandag really needs to step up and, and really, um, they're on the verge of creating a new uh, regional transportation plan, and it has to get people out of their cars. Uh, transportation is forty percent of our uh, carbon emissions. Right, right, mm -hmm. and. For them, it's just easier to build more freeways, and that means more people in their cars, more greenhouse gas emissions. And um, so uh, we're with a coalition that is working really hard to um, meet with the members of Sandag and get them to, to get out of their comfort zone and do something big that will, that will make a difference, not just more the same. More of the same thing that's been going on. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's the um, thing is in California, period, people depend on their cars so much that it's really hard to pull that pacifier away from them. Right. Well, so to speak, there are no, in a lot of places, there are no other options. Right. right. And that has to change. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I think if people are given a system um, that is faster um, and reliable, they will. And affordable. Yeah, and affordable. Yeah, affordable. Of course, affordable. Um, they will leave their cars at home and jump on and get to work and get home. It'll save you day. miles and gas on your car, too. Why yeah. wouldn't you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one it's thing I was, I was really impressed with up in Portland. At Portland, Oregon. Oh. Mm -hmm. yes. They have that whole tram system up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, oh, really? people use it. Yeah, they, people use that thing like crazy. Those, those trams are full. And that thing goes around the whole city from the airport all yeah. around the whole town. Yeah. And every station. So is that thing up and people are jumping on and so on. So why you don't think San Diego's transportation system is better? Because it doesn't go everywhere like the... Where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you maybe close by. Right. And then, you know... Got to oh. hop on the bus. Yeah, got to so hop on a bus. Not it's as convenient? Not as convenient, no. Right. Oh, I mean, well, that yeah. makes sense. It's yeah. not really a great solution, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I... For me personally, I started taking transit was only to save money initially. And that's because I, I found out that my I was living right here next to the trolley. The trolley station. And then I didn't have to pay for parking anymore. And it was because at that time, I think um, my work was subsidizing my parking. So it was $100 a month to park in downtown. I was like, okay, well, I can afford that. And, you know, the convenience of, of going down there, driving my car. And once we weren't subsidized, it was like 225 I was like, I'm not paying 225 a month to, to park downtown. So then I started taking the trolley, which was free from, from work. And then you see how convenient it was because it dropped me right in front of work. I was like... Wow, that's not bad. Yeah. I was like, man, imagine if you could do this all over San Diego. Yeah. Which, I mean, you kind of can, but, I mean, from here to Mission Valley, like when I wanted to go to my brother's house, but I didn't want to drive because I knew I was going to be drinking that night. Right. I took the bus. I had to catch the bus up here, which is a 15-minute ride down there. Then to ride all the way around yeah. was another 45 minutes. When I could have drove there in, like, 20, I got there in an hour 15. Yeah. Which, well, to me, is, like, yeah. inconvenient. You know, and that's, I'm right. just thinking of what the normal person thinks. They're like, yeah. you know, that's super inconvenient to, to 20 minute drive versus a hour 15 bus ride. Yeah, we've got to make it competitive. Uh, yeah. Transportation yeah. has got, yeah. our yeah. public transit has to be competitive with driving so right. that people will see them as, okay, well, I could get there 
almost as fast and yeah. you know and, and you know maybe read while I'm <laughs> instead yeah. of having to you know sit there 40, paying attention it, to the traffic. Someone said 40 or 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. I totally would take the transit to my brother's house, Sigal Mission Valley. I say think where places where people are accustomed to using public transportation, they already know this ahead of time, so they plan like when they're going to leave to get where they want right. to be or need to be on time. Mm -hmm. So they plan for that, and they're used to that. That's just their way of life. Right. Yeah. Or for us here, you don't, if you haven't been doing it all that time, and you start taking public transportation, it's a huge change mm -hmm. because of that time frame. Yeah. You know, you don't, you have to adjust to that. Yeah. Well, and, we, and San Diego is like Los Angeles. It was ugh. the city was built around a car. I hate um, Los Angeles. I grew up in <laughs> Philadelphia, where um, they had a. There's a very good train system. I mean, the public transportation is really good because you have a, a central downtown and then people around it. So they could easily build, you know, the infrastructure for public transportation. My father took the train to, to work and home every day. And it was just like, you know, that's what everybody did. But yeah. here it's, it's so fragmented and people are so spread out. It's, I mean, it's a challenge for San Diego and, right. and Los Angeles to get a good system because everybody's going every which way and, and not just 10 miles. They're going 30, 40 plus miles. Right. Well, you know, old old San Diego used to have a pretty intricate trolley system. Mm-hmm. And I think if they would have stuck with that from way Constantly back then, built on that. Yeah, constantly yeah. built on it because it did literally go everywhere. Yeah. You know, and they got away from that and it was just the city buses and people driving their cars and then yeah. just one day back in what was it the late 70s or early 80s somebody got the bright idea to hey let's come up with the trolley mm -hmm. which is great but you were still limited on where you were going to go so you know over the decades they've been expanding the areas mm -hmm. but it's kind of i want to say too little too <coughs> late but we're behind the time right now we are and and people need to demand better transportation yeah yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And another thing that's related to that, no. sorry, we're going to say something, um, is um, the lack of affordable housing, which is pushing people Ugh. to have to, you know, Ugh. move yeah, out to exactly. you know, further and further that away. That's a whole other show there, to, Angela. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all yeah. very, all these things are very interrelated. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, that's one area I'm kind of getting interested in is transit-oriented development right. and, you know, so trying to make me, sure... Um, give me an idea, ideal transit system on like another like another state where you're like man i idolize that one obviously new york's like one of the best ones right mm -hmm. uh, from what i hear yeah i mean i've never been i mean neither. chicago yeah. chicago's got a pretty good uh yeah. subway system over there yeah san francisco's is not yes. bad oh yeah i've been to the bay on the bart i've been on that yeah yeah that takes you pretty far actually yeah. the bart yeah. yeah yeah and they and then they have a, a backup bus system um one of my kids lives there and and um he though is in an area where it, it's it could use some help so you know it's not perfect but yeah. um you know and they another thing is they have they have bart trains that go to the airports mm -hmm. not only san francisco airport but but oakland mm -hmm. and we still don't have something like that here <laughs> and they're not yeah. even talking about it. i i was at a meeting the other day um with a Sandag representative who was talking about that, the, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a new um, trolley that's going to go in that connects to the, I think it's the blue line that starts at the Mexican border and then goes, it'll connect where that ends and go up into La Jolla and UCSD and uh, the hospitals and UTC. Yeah, it okay. Runs up, it runs up through Rose Canyon along the fire. Exactly, yeah. exactly, around like the railroad track. That's pretty good, right? I mean, that's just yeah, that's, that's yeah. Awesome. But somebody said, so a person in the audience said, well, um, what about, do you have any plans for uh, public transportation to the airport? And the representative said, uh, no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. So wouldn't that be like a key? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you see where the trolley tracks are at. You see where the airport is, and it, it does this. Here's the airport, and the trolley track goes <laughs> away from Yeah, it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> made no sense. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I've always wondered. I was like, like how come none of these? Because I have to go to Arizona here in a couple of weeks, and I was like, I was like, oh, maybe I could take the trolley? Mm. No. I jump on the bus or something. And I, was I think like, there eh. is a bus. But yeah, there's a bus, but then it drops you off, like, down. at the corner. It doesn't even, like, actually go in there. Oh, really? Which is annoying, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, you have to walk, like, while these cars are, like, zooming past you. You're going where? Arizona. Uh, yeah. And how many weeks? It's not hot enough Two here weeks. for you. Are you sure? Huh? Yeah, I know. That's why I said, like, um, yeah, I'm going the week of your wedding. 
I'll be back that morning. You're 7 a.m. 7 a.m., son. All right. Yeah, I'll be yes, back. Yes, I am though. getting married. Well, congratulations. Uh, thank you, thank you. But uh, if Rich D doesn't is not there, you won't see me on this show anymore. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> no, I, I, I was actually right supposed now. to go to the conference uh, that morning as well because it's a five-day conference. Oh, no, that's cool. And uh, I was like, I got to leave that morning. And my boss was like, cool. No, quick question. Uh, since we're on the subject of transportation, what's uh, everybody's quick take on Tesla and their whole mm. their whole deal? Mm. Well, electric, he, he, electric, like, cars, electric cars are are a good thing, but we shouldn't plan on them being the only alternative because electric cars clog freeways just as much as fuel using fuel burning cars. Right. But huh. I mean, if you're going to go out and buy a car, better to get one electric or hybrid than. Um, than, than, a, than a V8 out, sitting outside like mine. Then that, yeah. then that <laughs> diesel truck I was going to get next week. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just do kidding. It. Just Don't kidding. do it. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Honestly, I think Tesla's a, a good idea. No. I mean, Tesla's I, so I'm, expensive, though, man. That's the only actually, thing. Actually, they're, they're kind of lowering, lowering the price. Are they? Price. Uh, the new like Model what? 3 is One, like 30000 30, something like 30, that. 30000 Yeah. But you're on like a six-year waiting list? Uh, I don't think it's that long. i say about a year. Oh, okay. I would but get Tesla. Yeah. I mean... But you know what's... Bad thing about Tesla? Yeah, tell me. It, I don't know. Yeah. You just can't go down and buy a part that you need for it. You have to actually uh, call them, right? Give them like the <clears throat> VIN number and all the stuff, and mm. you know, and go through. And it's super pricey, mm. you know. And mm. if you get one that's wrecked, and you try to do it yourself and call them up, they have that VIN number on a like a block a block list or a blacklist where they won't even deal with you for oh, the parts. Wow. Yeah. 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 There's um. Oh, who's that? Yeah, now I heard about Tesla. They um their parts is very like low, you know what I mean? And then you have to go to Tesla to get your car, you know, uh repaired and whatnot. Yep. They don't have repair shops, you know, like on every other corner like right, you can't right, get right. them at AutoZone yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So whatever. it's like you, you own the yeah. car, but you don't own the car. Because right. there's yeah. only one place you could go so, for repair. And that's to test. Like so I, can't, they, I can't go to Papa so and ask him to no. fix yeah. my... <laughs> no, no. Not yet. They won't yeah. even sell you a part. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they won't even sell you a part. Oh, wow. You have to go get it done by them. Oh, yeah. wow. You actually have to take the car to Tesla. You know, or dealership. All right, well, Tesla. then I'm sticking with public transportation. Well, <laughs> me too. I'm, I'm with you, Rich. Yeah. Well, a lot of people can't afford electric cars either and right. we're, yeah. we're have a big we have an eye on social justice as well in our barely for broccoli so. at this point <laughs> jesus yeah oh that's um i i just wanted to emphasize what angela just said is that um san diego 350 is very concerned about social justice and um especially in terms of carbon emissions i mean the uh, the area around barrio logan has you know like all these freeways converging right, and right. Um, you know that affects that affects them big time. It's the air quality is worse. Um, it, affects, it affects their health, and th that's just not right. Yeah. So we we want um, the transition to 100% renewables. We want to be equitable um, for every everybody. You know, not just the people who can afford electric cars or who can live. You know, outside of the freeway mass. Yeah. Nice area like La, La Jolla or whatever, whatever the case is. The yeah. air does feel better up there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but it's getting hot everywhere. It it's, is. That's true. Yeah. So tell yeah. us uh, uh, a little bit about the, the march on September 8th. Um, I know, like, you guys have a whole, it starts at, I think, what did you say, 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Uh, but you can get there earlier, and there's going to be a little bit of things for you guys to, like, kind of do. Mm -hmm. um, Jasper, want to drop us a little bit of information on that? So I know they're having the prayer session, but they moved it from a ballpark down to the Civic Center just to keep it all in the same place so you don't have to commute too much. And they, ha I believe it's going to start at 8.30, but they haven't confirmed it yet. So since I'm doing all of the social media promotion, um, I haven't posted that out yet. And then after the march, since they're going to be going from the Civic Center down to the Embarcadero and then back, there's going to be some of live music after and speeches and just a lot of motivational and educational things that you wouldn't get, you know, from mm -hmm. being at home. It's good to go out there, kind of support your community and just march together as a community and just show everybody 
that you're there for, I like to call it not climate over climate change. I like to call it climate crisis because oh. this is more of a crisis now. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating here. Yeah. Not normal. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, definitely something that I'll do. I, I know for some of the marches, I'll go by myself. I don't need to go with friends or bring people along because I'm there for something I want to do, not something that I'm doing to like, show off or show right. my friends or anything. It's something that I think right. I need to do for the better of the community. That's right. Yeah. It's not anything that, like, yeah. It's not something for like It's funny. Um, yeah, she, you said community. So yeah. it's like, because uh, I don't know why I was thinking about this. I think I was walking in the heat. But I was thinking about my son starting school on August 20th. Oh. And I was like... Uh, thinking about like I always think about his school and mm-hmm. the sense of community you know like so when they have PTA meetings that we should be there and we should be there as a community to kind of get things right the way we want it because when I see like community meetings in other communities mm-hmm. like La Jolla yeah. Temecula they, People the whole involved. community is there the yeah. whole community is there yeah. to support that yeah. right like how we go to a concert is how is we that- should be a community in our events around San if Diego. If not more. You if know, not more. Right. Anything. The funny anything. thing if about that is, too, why I started to join San Diego 350 is because I felt like I was becoming very antisocial, very mm. not even talking to your neighbors, not knowing who the people around you are. So getting to know people and people who are interested in the same thing was really important for me, too. So I was like, how else? I know my coworkers, but I don't hang out with them outside of work. I right. go home and go to work and... Where, how do yeah. I get to know more people, you know? like Social media, the app. That's yeah, the, but you know, that's not the same thing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of hate on there and a lot of bad things on there, you know? So going out and seeing people who actually want to do better for right. themselves and want to do better for the community mm-hmm. is really important. Like, I've met Angela, and she's a great person, and a lot mm-hmm. of, and B, she, I met her one person today. I've talked to her over the phone, but there's, like, a lot of scientists, too, and I like having a conversation with them about what they know and feeding off of their knowledge because... Right. Other than that, I'll and be on us, my phone typing. Us over here and yeah, I met you guys today. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, well, what would I have done if I didn't come? I would have not have met you guys. You know, it's yeah. just things you meet going out to a march. You're gonna meet people there, yeah. and you never know. You might make a friend, and you might have something in common with them, and like yeah. have a barbecue, and I don't know, different yeah. things that you don't really see people do anymore. You right, know, right, can't right. barbecue. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's an intermittent carbon. Well, that's the thing, too, oh, yeah. is, is, well, is... As long as you're not burning charcoal. you got to burn around the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um, um, Jess is making a really good point, because at the end of the march is where we're going to have all of our the partners with their yeah. tabling. And you can you can listen to people giving their um, talks. They're gonna everybody. They're gonna be a number of speakers, but they're I think they're gonna be limited to a very short period of time. Right. But after the march, you'll have all the time you need to go around, check out the other tables, and see who's there and what they're doing, and if it looks like something that you could um, get involved with, or even just listen to them and find out what they're doing. Right. Um, and there's going to be an awesome face painter there, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, um, you don't need any more face painting. <laughs> yeah, for last weekend. Yeah, I, I, did a, yeah. I, was, I, I had my face painted last week. I don't know if we'd rival what you've got going there. It's okay. Guys, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, no, it's, it sounds like an amazing event. I hope the... I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try my best to make it out there. I wanted to, to be there. Let's go. Um, I know Angela. You wanted us to partner up with you guys. Yeah. Kind of be out there and um, man. I, I mean, I like to see it because I've never, like Jess said, I've never actually been to any climate change events. Oh, you gotta come. Um, yeah, you gotta I've never come. been to a march. Oh, we gotta change that. Yeah. I march in nowhere. I've been to a march. Bring your wife. Bring your new wife. <laughs> she, she'll, she's what, down. What march she, did you go to? It was a zombie walk for Comic Con. That all of that. <laughs> We're trying to make a change, man. You just trying to have fun. Tell me you didn't really do that. I was marching. No, I did do that. Were you dressed as a zombie? No, I just wanted to walk with him. That was cool. <laughs> well, grab your zombie oh friends and march on September 8th. I didn't get to talk to any of them. They were in character. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to break character. What huh? did I say? What was going to happen last time I, if I was to go? With uh, Phil? going to use me yeah. like a Tina Donner. Because yeah. <laughs> I think, Phil, they're, they're going to be... Um, they're going to be doing a different... Um, they're going to be laying to the east, the west, and north, and south. 
Oh yeah, that's yes. the prayer event right. that Joseph was referring right, right. to. And so right. they wanted yeah. Noel to go. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I think they were like talking about him using him as a, like a jumping tool. <laughs> Have a jumper for the kids. Yeah. Have you had experience? <laughs> Has that happened yeah. before? No, I, told her, I told him if I lay on my stomach, I, the kids are going to see me. They're going to see me as like a teeter daughter. I'm just going to start jumping all over. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so if, if we can uh, figure out, I don't know why, why can I not make that? I want to oh, say there's something going on September 8th. There's something going on. Oh, What's the date again? It's a there Saturday. Going on that September day. 8th. September 8th. I don't know what it is. Oh, but. there is something. But you uh, could make it. I know we couldn't make it, but you could make it. That's why Phil was in, in, really involved with you going. There is something going on. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. And if we can make it, you know, tell your friends. I mean, if you personally can't go yeah. for whatever yeah. reason, no, yeah, no. no if, if you're out there, us, us as market Nations, man, we should go to yeah, support. Yeah, because I mean, because um, we do have a big problem and and exactly. over there, especially right mean? now with the contractors on Guam, the military contractors. Did you see that one story <laughs> where they dumped all that fuel out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, they dumped yeah, a bunch of oil. In, they didn't say anything for like six months. Yeah, it was no, up in Arnold. It's, it's the water. Oh, wow. not, not that. It's just the risings of the sea and stuff yeah. like that. Even oh, that. Yeah. The yeah. That's, I mean, that's, 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 your, really that's your people whose islands yeah. are yeah. going underwater. And that's why uh, if you're you're watching, I mean, that's why we're kind of involved here or you're listening. Um, and why we had 350 come on because it does affect the Pacific Islands. Um, yeah. Yeah, immensely. Uh, like yes. I said, the Maldives yes. are going underwater already. They're pretty much... That's crazy. They're going to be yeah. tanks probably yeah. in, within the next couple of years if they don't mm-hmm. figure out something to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so September 8th, tell us a little bit more. Um, how, well, how long is the event? It's from 10 until 2. 10 until 2 and, o'clock. Uh, I feel long. like I should give you a little bit of background as to you know the timing of yeah, the event. Sure. So um, Governor Jerry Brown um, is... Um, convening a climate action summit in San Francisco from uh, September 12th to 14th. So this event is time to be, you know, just ahead of that um, because um, there's there's also a campaign. There's a lot of things tying in together here, but um, there's a campaign called uh, Brown's Last Chance because Governor Brown is about to term out. He's, uh, you know, this is his last, you know, he'll be out in November, I guess. November, right. yeah. So, um, you know, while he has touted himself as a climate leader, yeah, in some senses he has been, but in other ways he totally has not been. Right. Um, because actually California is the sixth largest oil and gas producer. Right. Uh, sorry, oil producer in the nation. I think they're the 13th um, largest gas uh, producer in the nation. Um, so, you know, and he hasn't thrown his full support behind Senate Bill 100, mm-hmm. which um, would, you know, uh, have California reaching our clean energy goals a little sooner. Right. So, you know, there's, and, and you know, I think he's been hold, been beholden to fossil fuel you know, lobbyists. Right. But now that he's not up for re-election again, I mean, he doesn't have that, you know, what's stopping him? Right. So, right. Pressure. so we're, you know, that's, that's a lot of the impetus behind the, and, and there's going to be marches all around the U.S. and around the world too. So, oh, if, wow. you know, your listeners yeah. in, Texas, I know Jasseb was looking up to see if there was an event in Texas, and she, she didn't see one, but I mean... I didn't have enough time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I mean... There Texas could is, be, I mean, if yeah. you really want to go, they sure they could look something up in their area and find something. Yeah. They can go in March if they want, but I think it's raining. What's the, know, uh, the, what's the whole like um, event called worldwide? Rise for Climate. Rise for Climate mm-hmm. is, is the name around the world. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have uh, Jave, the bartender, he'll look it, look it up. Uh, check that out and see if there's an t- event for Rise for Climate in Texas. Uh, yeah. that's, if, his, that's his job. That's what hey. he does. Yeah. Gets beer and, and looks up information. And, and if you don't find it there, you can just go to three, 350.org. That's the umbrella organization. Right. And cause I was looking at that because I've, I have a uh, brother who lives in South Carolina, and I wanted to see if they were doing anything. And... He's in Charleston. They weren't doing anything there, but they were doing something sort of in the northern part of the state. So you can see where all these things are are happening, and some of them have have slightly different names, but they're all okay. you know with the same purpose. And and you can pass around. I left these the here for you. Oh, yeah. to Pass around to any of your friends who might be interested, or. Um, and I would also say that um, you know if you look on the 350.org website or some other website and you don't find um, an, an action or a march in your area, well, 
you know, you can contact 350.org and I'm sure they'll help you get, you know, start a group or just, you know, organize a one-time event. Right. So, um, so what's the, um, at this, this particular, um, March, obviously it's just for awareness, mm -hmm. uh, awareness of, of that, you know, the climate change and things like that to get more people involved. But what's going to be the next goal after Rise for Climate? Um, well, we're trying to get, uh, community choice energy here in, in San Diego and, uh, the city of San Diego has been getting tantalizingly close <laughs> to yeah. implementing it, but they just can't seem to take that final step. They, um, I think maybe B, you might know more a little bit more about. It. I'm not sure. Well, uh, the uh, Barbara Bree, who's on the city council, she's a real champion of this, and um, it's it's a matter, I, I believe, of the city council. Well, no, I actually shouldn't talk about this because I, I don't know the details. That's but yeah, like Angela that. says, it's it's close. It's We can taste it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so tell me, what, what is that? Uh, so Community Choice Energy is, um, well, essentially, sdg &E has a monopoly right now. And um, huh. so Community... I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> me <So> too. <laughs> community Choice Energy is um, something that's allowed by a law. I think it's a 2002 California law. Um, allows um, municipalities to, um, you know, either on their own or joining together with other municipalities um, or jurisdictions, I should say, because it could be a, like a county. They can, you know, band together and then they can directly buy energy. And the law requires that the local utility let them distribute that energy over the existing um, infrastructure, you know, the existing utilities infrastructure. So that, what that means is the city or the, the CCE doesn't have to build their own, you know, power poles and, and you know, their own, you know, their, an entire infrastructure. Uh -huh. They can use the existing Yeah, they would basically pay rent to sdg &E for the use of the power lines and the poles in those territories. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the city, the municipality itself, the city would control the buying of the energy, just like the ISO does, right? right. And so they would, they would control that per city so what the where the the fear is is that you get some greedy politicians with these cities that would start overcharging the citizens within their city for well, the for the electricity well the thing is i mean unlike with san diego 350 uh, or sorry stg and e i mean <laughs> unlike with stg and e um you know where they're purely in it for profit right they're you know they're an investor owned utility um with you know cce it's an elected board, so we can kick them out if they're not doing the job, you know, uh, to our liking. So, um, well, you know, and, and the profits, any profits would go into the community. So I'm not sure what the vet, yeah. So uh, I, I'm not really sure that's a real concern. Yeah. It would be all depending on how that city sets up the funding, where the funding's going. Yeah, and they have to do feasibility studies, and you yeah. know, it's all. Yeah. There's, there's, a lot there's still a lot involved with it for them to really get it kicked off and going. And I mean, they we've been hearing about it for a long time. Yeah, well, the city of San Diego actually did a feasibility study, and everything came out look like it looks really good. You know that they would um, beat SDG&E on price, not by much, but um, but just by you know they're they're yeah. competitive with each other. Right. So, so what about, let me ask you this. So I, 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 this is something I don't know. Um, with, with the moves that they're supposed to be doing for solar panels, well, how does that affect sdg &E and and what you're suggesting, which is the CCE? Mm -hmm. um, if, if everybody had a solar panel on their, on their house and It'd that was awesome. required, <laughs> right? So then how does it affect both companies or either? So then you're just like, well, we have all these... Uh, power companies that don't really have to do anything anymore. Wow. You can get like a Tesla battery, put it in the house, and you're good. Well, yeah. sdg is getting to solar, the solar business now. Yeah, they're, they're already in renewable energy. Yeah. I, I, I believe because that they're... Because they're required to be. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. because they want to be. Yeah, <laughs> but, but um, the, the problem is that they, um, as a business, they have long-term investments. And so they see this as a threat to their long-term investments that rely on, well, the ones that rely on fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other hand, if, if and when it passes, I, I believe it'll pass, it will be, it will, be, uh, it will encourage the renewable energy businesses, which is what we want. Ultimately, we'll, we'll, the goal is. Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. So I was just, I was wondering. I was, I was like, well, you know, because this is, is, is that in effect where like all California needs to have solar panels on their house within. That's right. There was something. there was um there is something yeah yeah there was some legislation about that I'm sorry I can't oh yeah, right uh, any new housing yeah yeah solar housing, yeah. Solar yeah. housing must yeah. is required yeah. to have like yeah. solar panels well that's a start um we we've got a long way to go yeah so what's considered new housing well any any new developments oh yeah, yeah. from from yeah. now on yeah. Yeah. because yeah. they've they've done um <coughs> some test communities where they've run the entire community off of solar. Right. to see if they can generate enough and store enough to run that whole community. So just think of a hillside full of panels feeding, you know, the the southeast end of Otay Ranch. Right. You know, so they've done their studies on it. Yes, we can do this. Um, in Imperial Valley, they have a big solar farm out there. On the way up to Vegas, there's another big solar farm oh, yeah. where they're able to Oh, man, this. that solar farm is huge. It's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, crazy yeah. bro. There's one out there in the valley like that. You know, where they grab this energy from the sun and they're able to store it and then distribute it out when it's needed. So, um, what, is that, what is that? In that solar in that solar farm? This is I'm but sorry. This is this information. So full of what is that? What is that? <laughs> what is that thing right in the middle of the solar farm? The one that's reflecting more light onto it. So, oh, let's see. I'm trying to remember how it was explained to me. I think what what that does is you know it draws in the sun and then it amplifies the sunlight. Uh, to create even panels. more light into the panels to create more to create energy more, store. Yeah. You were yeah. you were up close and personal to one of these <laughs> solar farms. Uh, no, I've I've no? talked to people about them because yeah. I've I've talked to people that been around them and yeah. they're talking about that, that thing lets off so much heat just from the sun. Yeah. yeah. If birds fly across it, it cooks them in the air. Ooh. What? Oh, Ooh. Damn. Damn. That's yeah. how much energy this thing takes in, wow. and it's pretty comparable to to the sun. Mm. That's nuts. Well, the good news is that um, the battery storage uh, capability is getting better and better, too. So you'll hear sometimes people saying, well, we're making all this energy and we can't use it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's changing. Yeah. Yes, it's the solar of today is a lot different than the solar of the 80s. Mm -hmm. I remember there was that big push for solar back in the 80s and people were getting solar panels on their houses and stuff. And then all of a sudden it just... It was a big wow. failure. Mm -hmm. So they went back to the drawing board. And they found ways to reinvent that wheel. Yeah. And we have what we have today. You know, you drive by the military housing now, I think about 95, 98% of the rooftops right. have solar power on them. Well, have you yeah. noticed like um, oh, schools. high schools, yeah. Yeah. high school parking lots, yeah. Parking yeah. Walmart structures. parking oh, lots? True. Yeah, community yeah. colleges. Yeah. Yeah. There's some it's strip great. malls that, that have done the same thing too. Yeah. They provide shade as well as, you know, yeah. exactly. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Back to Texas. Back to Texas. Yeah. No, we, uh, uh, Austin has a march. Oh, great. Oh, they and, do. Um, yes. And, um, Austin, Texas. Also, uh, Houston. Houston, oh, Texas. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, uh, the listeners who are out in uh, Texas, it's uh, Austin and Houston. Houston has uh, a lot of oil refineries, isn't it? So. I'm sure there's a lot of people affected. They're affected by you know the air quality, bad air quality from all the oil refineries and all that. Hire Aaron Brockovich. Just kidding. Mm. What about? <laughs> I love that movie. They have good barbecue though. Yeah, they do. They're <laughs> um, going the what opposite way. Feelings on natural yeah. gas. We're against. What did you just say? <laughs> oh, what are our feelings on uh, natural, natural gas? Natural gas. Oh, it's better than coal, but that's not saying much. We just defeated. Um, a proposed um, gas pipeline, 36-inch yes. gas. I say we, that's Earth us and you know, a coalition of other organizations. Um, so sdg &E wanted to, um, they were claiming that there was a 16-inch line that needed to be replaced, and they wanted to replace it with a 36-inch line. And so our whole thing is let's not you know, increase the capacity for fossil fuels. Um, so we, uh, the CPUC, um, Public Utilities Commission, they voted 5-0 um, to, to oppose that. They, they realized we don't really need that pipeline. Yeah. And so, yeah, natural gas is um, fossil fuel. Mm -hmm. And when it escapes into the atmosphere, um, that's methane, which is something like 40 times more um, potent as a greenhouse gas. So it's got more warming potential. So methane, right. and, and I think I referred on the last podcast to the fact that um, Animal agriculture is yes. responsible for a lot of methane yeah. too. So we've got to um, 
cut down on methane. Yeah, definitely the beef, beef intake. Yeah. Um, one more thing, uh, or one more time, on the September 8th. Mm-hmm. So September 8th, you guys are all going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Phil and all those guys are going to be there. Yep. Um, Ken. You're, some of you are going to be there. I yes. <laughs> we're we're going to figure out if we, we're going to be there. Um, but uh, who is it? Ken and... Uh, James and Phil and oh oh Shanti 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 there you go Shanti uh, so you guys are all going to be there uh, I'm not sure if Shanti Shanti has graduated and I'm not I think she might have moved oh really <laughs> yeah well congratulations on the graduations <laughs> um, so but you guys are all going to be there with about five thousand hopefully people oh gosh hope plus. a lot more so we had fifty five hundred last year so oh jeez let's have double that oh, yes <laughs> yes yeah. so where does it start from. Civic, Civic Center. Center. Civic Center. Yeah. Down to the Embarcadero and back? Yep. Not, well, no, it's just down to the Embarcadero. It ends at yeah. the Embarcadero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. bad yeah. at all. Yeah, that's great, There's though. A, a transit station there, too. So if you want if you want to leave your car someplace away from there, you can use public transportation yep. to get back to your car. It does drop you right there at the Civic, the Civic, uh, Civic Center. Yeah. Or you can what use a line bike. What if through the march? <laughs> what? what Noel is right, six blocks. The well, they've done the logistics. They do have nurses on hand for medical. That's right. Yeah. They do have nurses on hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. You, you Extra can, oxygen. I can't make it. You can bring a bicycle. It's not oh. a jog. Oh. Yeah. It, it will go slow. No, for Noel, yeah. it's Even a jog. <laughs> and I think you've got two hours to. I think now. I think it's from ten till till noon. I mean, he right? Needs a, he needs a break well, every so, I mean, five hours. The, the, the march itself. That portion. <laughs> what, what's that? I think the march. Oh. We're allowing two hours for the march itself. So okay. I think that okay. should be plenty of time Same for everybody. Yeah. Stragglers it's and everybody. It's not that far. I mean, we work downtown, so you know. And there's also yeah, it's not far at all. Go there, go down, eat lunch. And there would be bands and music. Got some music yeah. and Embarcadero mm-hmm. is a beautiful spot. Yeah. You know, you got the. Uh, I was actually down there for a symphony, but. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, Take anything bowls. else you guys have for this weekend or the coming up? Um, I know you guys got September eighth, but what else do you guys have coming up? What we have coming up? Well, we're working a lot on, um, you know, getting people to be aware of legislation. That the this California legislative session ends um, the end of this month, mm-hmm. so. Um, our public policy team, um, we you know take a look at uh, climate any any bills in the state legislature that have a connection with climate change and see if you know there's ones that we should oppose and some that we should support. So um, we're writing lots of articles and trying to get them out in the media. Um, so SB 100, I think I referred to that earlier. That's yep. the one that yep. um, Governor Brown hasn't exactly you know thrown his full support. He's been kind of quiet about it, which right. is not good. So um, that. That one uh, increases the 2030 clean energy targets from 50% to 60%, and it does some other stuff too. But anyway, it's a really good bill, and uh, so we're we're pushing on these things, trying to get people educated and to get you know to call their elected officials and push them to you know their their, their um, state assemblyman or state senator to. Right. Um, to support these or oppose, as the case may be. Right. So um, AB 813, we oppose that. That's to do with regionalization of the grid. And that would, um, if it passed, uh, it could jeopardize um, what all that California is doing to, to uh, get rid of dirty energy. Yeah, um, that's, that's an important one. Because we, that we could lose, the state could lose control of our energy supply if we become part of the whole Western United States energy yeah. system. And a lot of that is based on coal. So yeah, okay. that's just you know asking for trouble to do that. We, we're doing just fine without them. Yeah. Thank you very much. Remember, <laughs> we used to have a lot of rolling blackouts. We haven't yes. had them very often, no, right? Because we are only depending on our California energy. Right. And remember when we had that really long blackout, that eight-hour blackout? I that's do. when we were getting oh, yeah. energy from Arizona because yep. the line broke out there. So yeah, now that it's just... stepped on the wire and unplugged everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now that it's just California, we, we don't really have those issues anymore. So why would we want to go back right. to having energy from point. other areas? So that, to me, was really important because I, I, when I went to the Senate, I asked them, like, well, why haven't we had rolling blackouts? Why hasn't that happened? And they're like, well, because of all of the solar energy that we're producing, we can sustain our state without right. needing other states. But 
what they were saying is we're wasting a lot of energy by having so many solar powers that we're just not using it because we're not storing them in enough batteries. And that's why they want to start supposedly getting it out more into other states. But then that's going to cause us to have rolling blackouts black again, which we don't want to have again. It's start. Well, I mean, they've started saying already start doing laundry after six or start turning off your lights. I mean, we should anyways. But now that it's becoming mandated again, it's kind of like you don't want to get ever get forced to have to do that you know maybe right. just consciously doing it but not forcefully who's who who exactly is saying um that we we're wasting our energy and we need to get it out of here or who? the bigger well, well governor brown is actually yeah. he actually supports this regionalization yeah he does i don't and, get uh, that yeah i mean yeah. Hmm. They, i mean if if it's a way of bringing in income the coal companies that want to bring in the coal and kind of take out the energy supposedly spread it out they're trying to say that we're producing too much energy and it's just wastefully going out just how it's so hot and the, we have the farms but we're not using all of the energy so they want to start spreading it into other states so it's more of the people who produce the other kind of energy you know like so the they're saying we have we have too much surplus mm -hmm. so let's do something with it because otherwise you're not using it it's just going to waste mm -hmm. so it's a way of bringing in some revenue say okay well we've got the surplus you're not using it it's gonna go to waste so we're gonna sell it off yeah mm -hmm. sell I, it off and make okay money. is that gonna drop our taxes exactly like unless it benefits our unless it benefits the state as a yeah. whole right it doesn't make any sense why yeah. would you yeah. want something like yeah. that you get away yeah. from coal generated electricity right. and go to if a hydro generator or wind generated or solar generated yeah good actually one of our newer volunteers um she created a, she well two of our volunteers one of whom is very new she created a, she helped create an awesome video yeah. on this topic so mm -hmm. wow. um, yeah yeah send me that link i'll post okay. it on the with episode okay That's i will sure. yeah yeah because it's it's a complicated issue and you've got people saying things like what we were just talking about it's like you know we'll take your extra solar energy and it'll all be good but you know who's going to be in charge of this new energy board and what are their really what are their interests going to be i mean they they might want to just shut down the whole renewable energy thing because their state yeah. a lot of their industry is coal based mm -hmm. yeah. so that's, you know you, you have to be really you have to really um study this whole, whole issue unfortunately because it, it it can be it's really confusing oh yeah oh yeah when we, we talk about uh climate change every single time i leave here with more questions <laughs> I sit here in my room, I'm like, I'm like, all right, which part would I want to focus on right now? <laughs> and the thing is, is that you're going up against big money yeah. corporations. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. huge money in this. You know, it's like going up against the, the cattle farmers yeah. up in Montana. You know, it's the same thing. It's huge, huge yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just the, the small organizations, the nonprofits that are trying to, <coughs> you know, expose stuff and bring stuff out, it's kind of almost like they're fighting a losing battle because of the, the fact that he with the biggest toys wins every time. Yeah. But more people they could get involved and get that message out there, I think, it helps. Exactly. It's, That's it's, why we're trying to build a movement, get a really yeah. exactly. huge yeah. movement. I definitely see the uphill battle. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Angela, I want you guys to let us know where, well, obviously it's uh, sanio350.org, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right, mm -hmm. there's actually a separate website for the march because there's so many you know we've joined together with so many partners on that okay. so it's rise for climate and for is it the digit for yeah not yeah. the word so rise for yeah. climate but rise you, for climate but there's rise a if you go to um sd350.org there is a link to the okay. to the march so okay. either either one is good okay and then also um angela i, I see you have a uh, document there yeah uh, I if, had a, uh, if you have a because last time, I think we were on our very first podcast, we posted uh, all your recommendations. Mm -hmm. um, we'll definitely do that again. Okay, great. Um, any other key, keynotes you want to drop on before we get to set out here? Um, well, there's a couple more bills um, that I can mention if, I, if there's time. Oh, yeah. Um, so um, I think you may know that the Trump administration wanted to open up um, federal waters to offshore drilling. Right. So, um, the California State Legislature is trying to stop that with I, and, and uh, with two bills, one out of the Senate, California Senate, and the other out of the Assembly, and they're both kind of like similar bills. Um, and the idea is that these bills would um, essentially prohibit any 
uh, infrastructure being put in that would allow that oil to be taken from the federal waters, you know, onto land. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think it's kind of clever. So they could like stymie that. Uh, they right. could they could prevent that. If if this goes through, we could stop that uh, that offshore drilling. So in yeah. federal waters. So uh, you know, it's funny. I was, and I wanted to mention it earlier, but we we ran out of time. Because I, I wanted to ask you guys about his tweet, which he had this week about the environmental oh, laws that we have in California. Yeah, but we can talk about that off air because I know that can that's another episode. So. <laughs> well, that's, some, some yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anytime well, Joe's brought up, like it's just a long episode. I, I keep, we don't have time for that yeah, one. Yeah, we want to be positive here. Yeah, right? yeah, there yeah you we, go. we don't have time to yeah. waste. Um, yeah, exactly. Things. Like she said. <laughs> um, what about you, Jess? Do you have anything else that we can, you want to recommend or? or um, I would recommend if anybody wants to join San Diego 350, just do it. They yeah. just have to show up. Everybody's very nice and very welcoming, and just get involved. It's all you need to do. Just get involved. I have to agree with that. Just get involved. Whatever part of the community, your community you want, you, you know, whatever whatever you decide, just yeah. get involved in your community. Um, yeah. Get out there. Uh, what about you, B? Uh, I'll just I'll just second that. Um, it's it's a great group of people. And um, you can't, uh, it's gotten to the point where our democracy is actually at risk. And it's up to uh, the individual to get out and express themselves and vote. Yep, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, the democracy is definitely at risk. If you're not going to go out there and speak for yourself and, and help your community, you're, you know, you're leaving yourself uh, subject yeah. for whatever comes yeah, up. You yeah, you only have yourself to blame. Exactly. Uncle Nono? Got anything over there? Yeah, drink more water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to get some walking shoes, son. Spring water, natural spring water. Mark? No, I'm good. I mean, you know, you know what I do for a living, and yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm at a conflict here, and on one, one hand, I feel it, <laughs> yeah. I understand it, I get it, yeah. and I actually support it, but on this hand, it's my livelihood. Yeah. This is how I feed my family. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm in the same boat a little bit. Um, as far as being an island instructor and also working for the government at the same time, it's kind of like... Yeah, there's you, a conflict there. There's you know? conflict. And it's like, I want to speak on it, but, you know, it's social media and... Exactly. I got ...ears you. at work. Yeah, and, no, no, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe when I retire one day... Yeah. You know, hey, I know we can talk about this now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Unload all the secrets. That's where, that's where we're sitting in the heat. It's dying. It's really hot. <laughs> uh, Vince T, you got anything else? Uh, I'm good. I'm All good. Right. I, I tell you what, uh, I am going to try and make that that march. Yay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try. <laughs> we we're have look, to have the Pacific yeah. Island. Right, right, right after we're done, we're going to look into our calendars and see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bartender, you got anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, we do have uh, a couple of events. Uh, we oh, do got go. a couple of events here in San Diego before we get out of here. We do. Um, Miss Huey Comp uh, Pageant is tomorrow, tomorrow also. Saturday. Uh, down in Sweetwater? Yep. Spring Valley? Right, Spring Valley. Spring Valley? Yep. yep. Uh, I believe that starts at 1130-ish or something like that. But we also got Hava uh, tomorrow yep. uh, and Sunday. And we'll be hanging out with them on Sunday night. That's the Tahitian party. I already took Monday off because I feel like we might need it. Um... But other than that, my recommendation for, the, for this uh, week is go out there and get involved in the community, uh, regardless of what it is. It may not be 315, but if it is, awesome. But get involved in the community, meet your neighbors, talk to them, and uh, be involved. With that being said, we're going to get out of here. Escalators. Shoot.